What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Pure Evil MMA. I'm your host, as always, Evil Eddie, and today I have a really special guest joining us back again on Pure Evil MMA. We got Max Payne Griffin joining us. I'm really excited that he's joining me because there's so much to talk about with what recently went down in that last fight. Now, before we talk about that, man, uh, first off, I got to say, how was the trip to Brazil? You got to meet Jose Aldo going to the fight. Was that your first time in Brazil? Yeah, uh, what's up, everybody? Um, thanks for having me on the show. Um, no, it's actually my second time I've been to Brazil. I was in Brazil. I went to Sao Paulo. Um, and I had the fight of the night against um, Zaleski dos Santos out there. So I'm familiar with Brazil. I like Brazil. Um, it was a good time. Um, I don't like the judges. But uh, everything else is good out there. Let's hop right into that. Going down to Brazil, fighting a Brazilian fighter, did you kind of know? I mean, obviously, it, it's it's in the back of your mind. If it goes to decision, they might lean towards him. But it, it, to me, it wasn't a I close fight. Think, I didn't think about that at all. I knew I was fighting the guy, but I beat him so sound that I didn't even consider it. You know what I mean? I knew I was going to beat him good, and I didn't think that no matter what, I was going to beat them that bad that they couldn't do that. You know what I mean? So it wasn't even in my mind of even happening. You know what I mean? Well, let's discuss the fight. Uh, I heard you talking to my buddy Adam Hunter. He's a hilarious guy, and you guys kind of touched on it. And he brought up a really good point in that interview that you did with him. And I'm going to get to that in a second. That first round, Max, you looked amazing, man. You uh, knocked him down a couple of times there. And then in the second round, you know, you kind of... I let him back in the fight. You, you know what I mean? I got away from the jab, and, you know, he got back in the fight. Um, so I got to ask you really quick. Yeah. Do you kind of, like, what would you have done differently in that first round? Would you have tried to finish it if you could go back, or do you think you did the right thing? It was just really the judging that was it's really hard off. to say. I mean, for now, I just got to finish everybody, like, no matter what. And you got to fight somewhere where if you win, you actually win. So I don't want to fight Brazil again. Um, I can't fight somewhere where it can be that wrong. You know what I mean? But, you know, I should have finished them. Um, but I felt like I strongly did enough to win the third round. Definitely the first round. Um, even that he won the second round on the strike count, um, he had 49 landed significant strikes. I had 48 landed significant strikes. But he threw way more than me. My, my accuracy was 89% uh, strike sand in the second round. And then even the third oh, round, man. So I like you know? Me and a whole bunch of other top-notch journalists all scored the fight for you. And I even said, Max, I, I even tweeted out live when the fight was going on, this is definitely the best fight I've seen in a very long time. I thought that was definitely deserving of fight of the night. It kind of sucks. Because it was so early in the night, there's so much that happened afterwards but that people didn't forget. Even give one. Yeah, but That's first the first time in a while. Me and Tiago were in the back, bro. Like teamed up, like you know, because we've had fight of the nights before. So we're we're, we're watching the fights and we're suffocating early. We're like, yes, you know, and we we kind of teamed up. Uh, we're looking at each other across the room, like crossing our fingers, you know. And uh, we thought we got it for sure. Um. Did he and talk they didn't to you about it? Award a fight of the night. Did it you? was four performance bonuses, which they never do. Like maybe I've never even seen him ever do that. So I don't know. Did you guys? You know what was that like being back there? Because going through the fight, 
everyone thought that you won it. And then they, they raised his hand. So it was a little uh, awkward uh, backstage. I talked to Tiago after. He didn't think he won. Mike Brown, he said, hey, we got to watch the tape. But I don't think we got that one. Everyone knew. Um, everyone knew, dude. Everyone backstage apologized to me. You know, all the OC employees were like, man, you just got screwed right now. Um, you know, they all were all upset. It's funny, I actually was walking back there. And I, uh, a roundhouse kicked this recycling can. It was like a big blue garbage can. Kicked it like 15 yards, right? Just I was pissed off. And uh, it ended up being like right in my path. <laughs> I had to pick it up. And I put the top back on it. And uh, my coaches were laughing. Like, man, it would have been cooler if he would have left it on the ground. You know? But uh, it was fun, man. I mean, I was pissed off. And I'm watching the back and there was those these, these pool chairs that they have like those white pool chairs I grabbed one of those and just threw it on the mat blew it up exploded just shattered and then uh, everyone in the back was like yeah man you won that's bullshit and all like, yeah man well here's the thing that sucks and this, this is what a lot of us get upset about you know, 25 years of the UFC going on, I think there should be more than three judges. I've talked to a lot of people that say judges shouldn't even be cage side. Maybe they should be in a back room. Now that this has happened to you, man, even if all the journalists scored it for you, the real judges scored against you. And this has an impact on your on your life. So what do you think needs to be changed? I mean, do you think there should be more judging? How would you like to go about... Uh, you know, changing so this doesn't happen to somebody else that busts their ass just like you do. Or even like reviews, you know. I mean, I don't think you just review every fight, um, but I mean, a lot of them maybe you can. You can put in to have something reviewed and overturned because that's like my win bonus. You know what I mean? Like, like this is all I do now is fight. I don't do other shit. You know. And uh, so the extra 20, 30 grand, man, that I, that I worked for, I didn't get, you know. And then you're talking about a uh, fire night bonus maybe as well. That's another 50 grand, you know. So, so, so at minimum, I was robbed my, my win bonus. So I got half as much money as I deserve to have, you know what I mean? And then possibly fire night. So it's, it pisses me off, man. It's, so now I just got to finish everybody. Like, it's hard to do, you know. Everyone's so good, but um, I felt like I turned the corner this last fight. Just how I felt in there and what I could do. Um, I could stand up with anybody and piece them up. Well, here, uh, you know. Here's the thing. I thought this was a perfect fight for you. Uh, even before the fight went down, not only did I score it for you, I saw you winning this fight, and it was going to put you in a perfect spot. Here's the other thing, though. Dana White, Sean Shelby, all the guys higher up, I'm sure they were also disagreeing with the judges. So it's kind of a pass for you. How many fights do you have left on your contract? Because obviously this is a loss, but in their eyes, they got to kind of, you know, be understanding. Yeah, I have two more. I have two more. Um, yeah, I mean, I I even talked to Sean Shelby and Mick Maynard, and they said they both had me winning that for sure. Like, you know, so, you know, that. To the important people, <laughs> you know, uh, they hold, you know, they hold the cards for me. And if they felt I win, if I won soundly, then that's, you know, I guess that's a win for me. So right um, now, I, I know that you said in the in, in the MMA Roasted interview that his head was super hard when you hit his head. How is your hand feeling, man? <laughs> what is that like for people that don't understand? Because, you know, his head looks like it's hard. <laughs> you no, know? it is. It is. 
is uh, my right is busted up, and I actually have a little injury um, in my collarbones from hitting so hard, <laughs> hitting, hitting so many hands. You know, my so my knuckles like busted, so my fingers are busted up, and my hands and bones. But uh, it's the impact of my shoulder from just the jolt of his head. I remember hitting his head; it was just like a like a rock, like like a boulder. So. Shit. Really quick, just to rewind back to the fight, I know I'm kind of bouncing out of order. In that third round, man, it really felt like you sealed it. Now, at the end of the round, it, it was very clear that you had control pretty much, what, for a little over three minutes, correct? Yeah, it was like three, three minutes and 27 seconds. You walk back to your corner. What's being discussed? What's the emotion? Do you think that you have it sealed? Or I fucking it... did it. It wasn't even... It wasn't even... I a dug question. it out and I wrestled him. I mean, he's a black belt jiu-jitsu. I mean, I finally showed some of my wrestling. And I could, I've lost fights where it's one takedown away from losing. I, I've lost fights like the Millinder fight. I mean, that was a one takedown fight. Um, yeah, there's other fights I've been taken down where, where, where it's close, you know? Close. I mean, we had identical numbers. I actually outstruck him in the third. If you look at the fight stats and shit. And I just pulled uh, that up for everybody. I mean, if it's even and someone gets taken down, like if, like if it's the other way around and we're, we're going at it and I get taken down and fuck, you lost, man. Like, you know that, you know? And obviously... Me, you know, for me, it's like, that's how it is. I've lost fights for it. It's just takedown from a win, you know what I mean? So for me to control them for, you know, before the round multiple takedowns it was more than two takedowns because he got up and i sucked him back down again you know what i mean so it's really like three takedowns in the third round i don't know man well it's got to be weird because <laughs> there you're you know, sitting i gotta finish him i should have finished him but that's hindsight you know i should have did this should have did that but you shouldn't you know, feel can... that way though you, you you shouldn't even feel that way it, it's so, <laughs> it's on the judges and everybody knows it everybody's <laughs> Everybody knows it. It's it's a known thing going down to Brazil fighting a Brazilian fighter, man. And I understand you don't want to fight down in Brazil again, but it's not like you should be looking down on yourself like you did anything wrong in the fight. And I think that's the craziest thing about it. It's like you're looking back like, oh, should I have pushed a little bit harder in the first? No, man, you didn't do anything wrong in the fight at all. I know it's crazy. I've been told that. People tell me like, dude, you look fucking amazing. Like, you came out unscratched, like, yeah, he landed stuff on you, but look at you and look at him, like, you just fought a legend and pieced him up and dropped him and hurt him and, and fucking took him down and dominated him and beat him, like, be happy, you know, so I'm like, shit, I did, but me as just, uh, just wanting to be better, you know, I will be better, <laughs> you know. Well, I, I know fighters, when they go through a situation like this, they're, they're so anxious to get back in there. Do you have a medical suspension or no? No, I don't. And I want to get in there. Um, I tried to hit the bag today. I mean, I trained today for a couple hours. Um, my, hands still, my hands still hurts, but also on everything else, elbows, knees, kicks. Um, I, I, I told Sean and Mick personally, like, I want to get in today. I want, like, March. April, like, I want to get in. There's just some, like, contender do that short notice. Like, I'm ready to go. I'm healthy. My hands just a little busted up, but I'm healthy. You know what I mean? Now, you're uh, actually training at one I'm of the... For a fight shape. I'm ready to go. You're training at a really tight gym, man. You you get back to the gym, 
And uh, I heard rumors that you're going down to Florida soon. When are you yeah, going? Yeah, man, I'm going to Florida um, in two weeks. Actually, next week. What am I talking about? So next I, week I'll be on a flight to Orlando. My girl's going to work out there. She has some work conference. But I already talked to guys at Fusion Excel. Um, that's Mike Perry's old place. So they got Jacare down there, uh, Julian. They got Philly Fresh out there. They got some good guys out there, so I'll be going down there, training. Um, I see Mike Perry come through, nigga. That's what Shit. I want to talk about. He's got you blocked right I now. I heard he got kicked out of uh, Jackson. I was talking to some people today, and they told me he got uh, kicked out of Winkle John's. Ooh, what, what did they say? And they want me to come down there. Say what's how, up. how do you think he got kicked out? Just, you know, kind of... That's what I heard. I'm not going to say who told me, but they told me that today. I you was know. like... Well, for a lot of people, like, I don't know how he is, like, you know, inside the gym. He's a clown, man. But, you know, you see see a lot of fighters, they they put on an act. But I feel like Mike Perry's, and I I love the guy. I think he's he's hysterical. Even He can can lose a million fights. He's kind of like an artem where people just love him for some reason. But (laughs) you got to separate that in the gym. I I could totally see him kind of being a goof in the gym. Uh, he, he, he recently said that he was homeless. Him and his girl got back together. They got into a fight. I mean, his life's a mess right now. So he's not going to be at the gym. So you're not going to even, you know, have to run into him. Huh? We'll see. I, I mean, everyone else knows I'm coming. So hopefully they're going to tell him. Now, how I long do you stay down in Florida now. for? Because I know the girl's got a couple a fight of kids. Coming up? People yeah. say he's still talking shit about me. And I don't even, he blocks me. So I don't even know what he's talking about or anything, you know? He's fighting Matt Brown. I, I believe. Yeah, yeah, the demo say he's fighting Matt Brown. Is that true? I think he, I, I think he is. I'm pretty sure Has that, that he's fighting announced? Matt Brown. Which is another fight where it's like, Mike, why are you taking these top level guys? Uh, you know, why don't you get back on the horse, start taking, you know, <laughs> you know, you, you know what I mean here. It's like it, it's it, it makes me a little nervous because Mike Perry, man, he he's just a character, and it's got to be weird for you, man. You went in there, you did your job against him, one of the biggest fights, and now two fights later, man. It's like, I, I just want to see you get in that top 10. I mean, it's the fresh new year. This is a sour way to start it off. So what's the reason of you going down to Florida? What are you trying to improve on? I'm just going to work, man. They got some good ground guys. I'm just going to, really, I want to focus on some some like ground and pound and just finishing fights anytime. Like I said, I was, I when I did Tiago in the first round, I was like so relaxed and like, just kind of just grooving in there. Like, it wasn't even, like, difficult, you know? Um, I fucked up in the second by uh, just getting away from my jab and stuff. So yeah, now, but that like, first round like, could have like, been 10-8. Like, like, for me, guys, confidence-wise, like, he's one of the best strikers in the, on the planet. Mm. He had, like, the most knockout, knockouts at a, at a welterweight in UFC and, like, second most fights, like, 24 UFC fights. But he's, like, a like world-class striking. You know, I was you know, screaming at my TV. First round, man. I was screaming <laughs> I at my did. TV. Some people were saying it could have been a 10-8 round. Now, I don't know if they brought the new rules down in Brazil, but I, I can feel your pain here, man. I can feel how frustrating it is to go in there, do all the right things, and not get the pat on the back that you really do deserve. And it's not like the MLB. It's not like the NFL. Next year, you don't get a 0-0 record to start fresh. This sticks with you throughout your career. Yeah, frustrating, man. man. So also against the wall, man. So I'm just gonna have to go out there and just finish these guys. You know, no hard feelings to any of my (laughs) next opponents, man. 
you know, but that, but that for me, that fight confidence wise, like it showed I could wrestle with these guys. It showed I could control them. It showed, um, I, you know, I could piece them up when it's time. It shows know? that you're at that level. It shows that you're at that level of the high caliber, you know, top 15, <laughs> top 10. So is that what you're aiming for? You want to get another top 15, top 10 guy in yeah, the division? I want to fight one of these guys and I could beat all of them. I'm mm. telling you, man. Um, I like, like now I can, I'm telling you, watch I can though. So it, to me, it seems like even though you got the loss, your confidence was still built from it because, like I said, we all know that you won. Is that true? Did you gain confidence in this fight, even though you did get Definitely. an out? From just just how the fight was going and like what I said, like what happened, mm-hmm. I dug deep and um, worked that wrestling in the third. But just just being in there with Tiago and taking his kicks and you know it wasn't that much damage so I didn't check them like just, just being in there I feel like I was good uh, a master of my range I feel like my range was really good like like like, like it felt great man it, it was a whole different experience being in here it was so like nonchalant it was almost like I was just in the gym just like moving around like like like, like that's how it felt it wasn't um like a big deal it's hard to explain man it, it, it's it's the most confident and like comfortable i've ever felt in a fight just i didn't feel stiff and you know what i mean it's crazy usually usually it's tense in there man there's fucking thousands of people cheering and it's a big deal you're in the ufc like you know it gets like stressful in there it felt like but everything was time, man was awesome it felt like finally you connected all the dots that you 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 kind of built your own bed inside the UFC where you're used to all the elements that come with it, the walkout, the cheering fans, smelling beer and uh, chicken <laughs> as you walk out here in Bruce Buffer because it could be a shock for a lot of people. Now, moving forward with this interview, Max, because I, I know that you've got to go in a second, but uh, Aspen Ladd is also training with you. She kind of got screwed with the Holly Holm thing. What, what exactly went down there with that, and, and how is she doing? Have you talked to her? She's good. Uh, everything has for a reason. I know at first we were in Brazil and actually heard my manager ran in the room. We were eating dinner and he's like, hey, she was looking to fight, got canceled, blah, blah, blah. Um, at first we didn't know anything really that's announced it at the conference, but I mean, I understand. I mean, it was for Amanda Nunez to fight Holly Home and the main event for the belt. Like, I get it. Um, it sucks. It sucks for asking, you know, but um, so take her time a little more. I mean, she jumped up to number two. I mean, the next fight's title. So, um, I get on Holy Holmes' side. Would you rather fight Aspen or would you fight for a title? Um, you're going to fight for a title. Yeah, instead of taking on the undefeated girl that's going through some of the biggest names in the scene. So, uh, I, I yeah, want to see that I mean, fight, on though. top of that, I mm. mean, it's a tough fight. Um, but, still, um, you know, every damn for reasons. I thought that was going to be Aspen's time to shine. Like, she's she she beat Sarge Eubanks back at Invicta. She's beat some of the bigger, Amanda Bobby Cooper back in the day. And then she comes in the UFC, and she looks even better. So I thought the Holly Holm fight was going to be her proving ground to kind of yeah. push forward. Now, I got two more questions for you before we let you go. Uh, kind of backtracking to Brazil. What did you do after the fight? How did you spend the rest of your time there? Did you stay away from the, uh, <laughs> the diarrhea water that Marlon all warned us of? Um, my stomach's messed up for a week, but that's just because I've been eating so shitty. <laughs> uh, I've been eating so much food, man. But anyway, that night, man, it was, I was with Anthony. You know, we stayed all night. We went in the green rooms, and then, um, you know, no, with Fluffy, we went to the room. 
Fluffy was on the card as well, right? Yeah, Fluffy yeah. was on the card. Um, his first UFC fight, he did good, but he lost. So I was talking to him, like, you know, we're, it's the best in the world. Like, you got to keep your head up in this game. Like, everyone is so good. So good at, like, what they do. You know what I mean? Everyone is not a slouch. Like, everyone was the best at where they were like us, you know? Um, so, you know, everyone on the team wasn't so happy. You know about the outcome, but I was like, "Hey, we're going down there. We getting drinks. We got the copainas, and uh, we so, had a good time, man. We so talked you, to everyone. You're still celebrating like you won. You know, cause it, that's how it happens. That after, like after every UFC fight, the hotel gets locked down, and they open the bar, and everyone just drinks all night. Now, do um, the fighters mingle? Like, did you guys all kind of meet up at the same yeah, spot? Yeah, we all we all were down there. They had the you know. Um, a lot of UFC employees are down there. Uh, everyone, everyone from the event is there. Um, Dan Hardy, everyone, the the, the ladies, you know. So I'm guessing you, even though that you're a little upset, everyone at the after party kind of came up to you. I'm guessing it was like, yeah, man, you won. Everyone said they, they won. Yeah. They said her and Dan were arguing about it. I mean, not arguing about it, but mad. You know, yeah. Dan Hardy was pissed off about the, the, the verdict. And everyone came up to me, man. Everyone. I love that. I know everybody. I've been here for a while now. It's been about three years now. 2016, right? Yeah, three, yeah, three years. Wow, man. So it's been about three years. So I know everyone well. So everyone was like, man, sorry. You fucking won. You know, everybody. Like, you know, all the coaches, you know, from other teams, Lyman Goods people. Um, Tiger Schulman and all those guys. Everyone, everyone, literally every coach out of every team said, "Man, you did good. <laughs> you, you know, don't worry about that shit. You won." You know, so I can't let one like like one crooked judge change how I feel about what happened. You know, mm. or my performance. So I, I got to ask you. You met Josie Aldo. What was that experience like? Because man, he, he was finally cool, man. He's good people, man. Him and all his people. Uh, yeah, we were in the same corner, and we were up, um, throughout the week uh, working out a lot in the workout room. We we kind of worked out at the same time between like eight and ten. We were here on the mat together, and he's good people, man. Him, his team, his mitt holders. They're all hella good people. So to see him get the win, it was fucking awesome, man. And Johnny Walker, man, did you get to talk to him? Is he is he the real yeah, deal or he was what? Singing on the bus. He was singing on the bus with us, you know. <laughs> uh, they were singing all their Portuguese songs and shit on the bus. Um, he got the, he got the, what do you call it though? Yeah, we were on the bus when he got the, um, he found it, he got the bonus or whatever. Oh, that's awesome. What if, and you've experienced that before. That's an amazing, yeah. right? Yeah, it's a great feeling, man. <laughs> yeah. Max, here's my last question to you before we let you go. You experienced the UFC Performance Institute. What was that like? What did you get to uh, use there that you wouldn't get to use anywhere else? What, what was special about the Performance Institute? Man, I'm also going to go back, I think, next week. Uh, actually, after Atlanta when I get back. But it's amazing. Um, I mean, the PT they have, the physical therapist, Heather, Linden, um, they're all Team USA people, you know, they used to all work at the Olympics, Rio, Sochi, like, they're the best in the world, um, so I do my strength and conditioning out there, too, um, with both Sandoval, um, it's just amazing, just being out there, just being out there, you're healing, you're, you're you know, you're, you're eating healthy every day, they make you food every day, it's all organic, you know, 
measure it out for what we need every day, the recovery stuff, the cold pool, the hot plunge. Um, it's all free it's too, a right? Of life there, man. And then I also go to Extreme Couture mm. in that day, and I go to One Kicks Gym with uh, Chidi and Anthony uh, Nokajuani. So it's a good deal when I'm out there, man. Yeah, that, a lot <laughs> of um, fighters have moved out there just because of you know the uh, the easy access that they get there. Yeah, I mean unlimited food. Like if you literally lived in Las Vegas, you have five meals, salmon, steak, every day for free. Um, the training, the fit, everything. It's 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 ridiculous. All right, so Max. I have a son, so I can't move out there. You know, we'll see. But I could. I'm sure out there like every two weeks, so yeah, for like four days, five days. So listen, man. I know that I said that was last one, but when do you think you're gonna get back in there? This is the last question. I asked Mick and Sean if I could get in like a month, month and a half. I want to fight. I, I don't want to do this thing where I don't fight till shit June, July. No, I want to fight like right now. You want that hand raised? I want to fight. Yeah. yeah, I have shit to prove, and um, I'm healthy. That's the thing. I'm not hurt. Uh, I'm in fight shape. I want. I have this momentum. I just be what well, legends. So I need to. I need to keep it going. You know. It's still the beginning of a brand new year on the ESPN era, so we're looking forward to it, man. We all know that you won that fight, and you should be proud of your performance. There's nothing to really look down on, and we're looking forward to when you get back in there, man. Because that was Tapology even has it as one of the top ten fights uh, of of the year. I think they have it at number seven right now, and I think it's the number one fight. I mean, it just sucks. It was so early on in the night that people kind of, you know, overlooked it as the uh, event went on. But, man, thank you so much, Max, for joining us once again on Pure Evil MMA. We hope that you go back in there, and we wish you the best of skill. And uh, enjoy the rest of your day if you have any shout-outs. Thank you so much, man. Anything at all that you want to say, the floor is now all yours. You know, just thank you. know, thanks to my fans. Thanks for my, you know, everyone that follows me. You know, thanks to my trainers, my lady, my son. All my friends, all my fans. Um, thanks, everybody, man. Thanks, Max. Thanks, we'll talk uh, soon, man. Thank you, bro. There you guys go. Max Payne Griffin. What did you guys think about that fight? The the second that it happened. This, 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 why does my shit keep going blurry? The second that that fight happened, when I didn't see Max's hand get raised, I immediately went to Twitter. Every single journalist I know there's even MMA uh, scorecard websites that gets every media member and their score. All of them scored it for Max Griffin. You even just heard from Max. Backstage, Santos even said, I don't think I won that fight. That's the risk of fighting in Brazil. Fighters definitely know it, and it sucks. Uh, there's nothing that Max really looked down on. He had a great performance. I can imagine what that must feel like. Like, it doesn't even make sense. Like, should there be more judges? Should judges not be cage side? Should like, w- what do you do to fix it? Sugarland, Texas. These fucking telemarketers, man. It's ridiculous. Let me know what you guys think. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview. We just did a podcast yesterday with uh, running down the Conor McGregor news, running down the Josh Copeland news that TMZ broke. So upsetting. 
Let me know what you guys think down below. Follow me on Instagram at pureevilmma underscore. Also on Twitter at evil under dash echo. That's E-V-I-L underscore easy. So if you're on Facebook, you can follow us there at pureevilmmas. Or just simply go to pureevilmma.com. We just launched the site. You can find all the podcast episodes, uh, some of the latest news, opinion articles, what people should do next for their next fight that are coming off the last card. Like uh, Miles just wrote a very awesome piece of UFC 234 and who everyone should really fight next if you're playing matchmaker. So go check that out, pureevilmma.com. I'm Evil Eddie, guys. Wind knuckles till the end. Behave yourselves.